0: Jake Ellis, my good friend, a
1: friend of the show, of course. How are you? Oh, Jordan, it's an absolute pleasure to see you. It's, it's been a while, and it's been a while since we've uh, talked to the friends of the show as well. We've, uh, it feels like it, it's been months, years even, since we've last spoke.
0: It has been a long time, but we, we've been busy men, as we are always busy men, but we're always plotting, we've got things in the works, and... Uh, the friends of the show are going to be very entertained, I would say.
1: You know, like Jesus when he rose from... Uh, he was down in the grave for a little bit there. You know, we, we, we calm down for a little bit. And we're going to rise again once more. Even
0: like the phoenix as well. I always <laughs> I always love the metaphor of the phoenix rising from the ashes.
1: But the finish just continues to burn, though, John. You want well, to be in a continuous cycle of this? That's infinity. The The loop
0: goes on forever. That That's good for us, you know?
1: All right. Okay, okay. Because yeah. I was hoping just we keep rising and rising <laughs> and rising. Almost like we're getting sucked up by a UFO or something. Come but, back to aliens again, do we? <laughs> not this early in the show, of course. Of course. But, yeah, it's been a couple of weekends now. Mm. Maybe we'll just hit the, the Friends of the Show with a couple of highlights from the whole... Uh, package you know we can't bother with detail after detail especially when this has been long weekends as well Absolutely. which have be nice get a few days off work i think we've had some
0: pretty pretty high highlights uh, at least from my perspective i don't know uh, how you feel but
1: uh well is this one a highlight or a low light george well because well, so we have to bring it up the
0: first one of course i would say is a highlight for others and a low light for myself. So we're I invited think that's to a party. A fair yeah, yeah. We're
1: invited to a party. It was Easter Saturday. It was a a, a friend of the show's uh, birthday, and we're having a good time. And it was a pretty cruisy party. Backyard, you know, chill sort of indie music going on. People just drinking their own drinks, sitting down. You know, it's a pretty relaxed, relaxed vibe. Very relaxed. A bit too relaxed for some, Absolutely. I'd say. You know, so we started turning up a little, a couple of notches, and it was enough for me. You know, I started playing. Higher or lower, patent pending.
0: Well, of course, we, and I think we played uh, fifteen or twenty rounds of that. And uh, for the friends of the show that don't know what higher or lower is, you get a deck of cards and you turn cards over one by one. You say higher or lower from that card that's turned over for the next one.
1: Best done on a you know long trips with spirits. Is I'd say is the go to.
0: Well, of course, you know I don't always want to be in the back
1: of a bus in
0: Thailand. You know, it's not not happy to always just be sitting in a bus driving everywhere, but. It's a great way to pass the time. Mm. It, it helps you get to your destination quicker as well, I would say. That was a very fast, uh, yeah. what was it, about a 10-hour bus ride? Done in about an hour and a half, I reckon, two hours.
1: Forget all this, you know, Elon Musk building these hyperloop tunnels. We don't need to go any faster. So we just need to be mentally slower. Absolutely. <laughs> Appreciate the time we have more. But, yeah, that was a t- and that, that, after this couple of games, that was enough energy for me for the party, to mm. be honest. And you know we started playing a bit of you know a game with throwing the ball into a little basket at the end there. I'm not going to use the name it was based off because you know the real friends of the show would know it was a cheap imitation at best. But it wasn't turned up enough for you, Jordan.
0: No, absolutely not. So uh, previously I had seen that there was a uh, there was a funnel taken out of the party, and I had sworn that the the birthday person that a friend of the show that hosted the party had done a beer bong out of it. Now, so I thought, what a great idea. I will start doing some beer bongs. I love beer
1: bongs. I've I also mean,
0: made my own beer bong, and it hasn't been used for a few years, but one of my great prides in life, that tool. It's
1: actually a very good beer bong. There's no leakages at all. But I would also you know, add to yours, when you see a beer bong... It's kinda of like putting like a red cape in front of a, a, a bull, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> You're not gonna get anything else but a charging at it. <laughs> and so that is I think the perfect metaphor for this occasion.
0: Because I was the bull and I I picked up this this funnel and I hold it I, I held it in my hand and I grabbed my drink and I put the funnel in my mouth and I started pouring. And I tasted a funny smell. And this is when the 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 cape, the red cape was pulled out from in front of me, and I've just run past. And wow. I found out I've just started ingesting kerosene that was inside this funnel.
1: That's when you get the sword. As, isn't it? <laughs> was,
0: was it so, Conquistador? I don't uh, know. Conquistador, something like that. So it was, a, it was a quite, a, quite an event. And uh, I found out very quickly as I was doing it, uh, one of the housemates uh, walked out and indicated to me that it was actually being used, this funnel, to uh, fill up the tea lights they were around the uh,
1: party I mean, you should have been in shock straight away Because like, <laughs> the, he, his eyes were eyes of horror And he was, he, he. Uh, I'd met the man before But he ch- introduced himself virtually as like the the loose unit of the house, you know A bit of fast and loose sort of character So for him to have the shocked look on his face, you knew it was going to be bad But, uh,
0: so, I had to get through that I had a bit of a grumbly tummy for two days My good friend, friend of the show, Jake, yourself you uh, you instantly went on WebMD for me and checked out and made sure I wasn't going to die. Good friend you are. No one else did anything. <laughs> Always looking after me. So I thank you for that. I'll give you a handshake for that one. That's that's when you know you've got a good friend there. So uh, but so that was a, a bit of a low light for me. But in retrospect, I find it pretty funny, yeah. to be honest with you. It, it's a good little story to tell. But... Uh, Back on the stomach, my stomach was grumbling. I, I had some some of the back end uh, stuff was not working too well for about a day and a half. But uh, had a couple of meals, sorted it all out. A bit of extra bread and some uh, you know some more liquids and stuff.
1: It wasn't going. It uh, wasn't sitting all too well. Well, you know the grum grumbly tummy is doing. They pass, but you know what lasts forever. No it's not. Smooth brain. <laughs> That's not going. Anywhere, Eternal but. smooth brain right there.
0: But that that is why I was. One of the founding members of the Smooth Brain, uh, club initiative, whatever you want to say, but uh, it,
1: it, it's a tough life being smooth. That's another bit of a low light, I mm. think, from that day as well. And Which I'd be, it'd be a miss. It of would be a missive, of me to uh, oh. not bring it up on this uh, format. Mm. On a previous episode of the podcast, you gloated about your FIFA capabilities Absolutely. and how you, you never lose and how you're just. An absolute beast with it, very good. And you yes. lost to a friend of the show in a pretty devastating fashion. It must be said, ten zero. It was. It was a rough not one, not two, not three,
0: not even five, now, 10 Now I, I do not recall what was the team they were playing. Tottenham. It was Tottenham versus Cameroon, and it was. It was a rough game, I must say. And um, this was my first game on uh, FIFA 21, but no excuses. I'm gonna be training. I'm gonna start doing more agility training outside because I feel like you know you gotta use a bit of real world experience as well. But uh, a friend of the show has a PlayStation Five. Every time I come over, I'll be on it. Don't you worry. I'll be getting better for you and making sure I become that dominant player in FIFA 21. I was in the previous iterations.
1: Because you've still got a chance to turn it around, Jordan, But it was with such you know pride that you. You, That's okay. you put your gauntlet down as the FIFA king.
0: I've been humbled now, but uh, I'm coming. Heads are gonna roll, and I, I would I would just warn people: be ready. Have your controllers, dust them off, charge them up for me.
1: Stretch those thumbs out.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll be here and I'll be waiting for your challenge.
1: That <laughs> <laughs> well, was a good little weekend, that one, and you know, even better that you only had like a four day. It was a four day week after. It was, which was very well, strange though, it was.
0: that. Uh, over two separate weeks, we only had four days in the work week as well. It really threw me off. <laughs> it, it really accelerated the want for the uh, weekend again, either side.
1: So, yeah, this Monday working was a bit tough, you know, I was too used to hot, <laughs> getting the, the hot sweats again. <laughs> but yeah, so that brings us to this weekend. Jordan mm. we had another great time, I think. Oh, you know? absolutely. We're at a friend of the show's housewarming, and brilliant time. Yeah, great little shindig there. And then we went
0: to uh, Arcadia Bar, and we were at. Uh, it, it seemed to be. So this was Friday night. It seemed to be the all uh, old people event. Very empty, mind you, as well. There was not more than maybe thirty people in the whole bar. I felt yeah. very like in a private event, playing on the pool tables and such. It was. Uh, it was interesting to see because it yeah. it's a different vibe to what I've seen at Arcadia before, where it's pumping and there's young people and a real dance floor is gone. At this dance floor, there was just one old guy and he was, you know, he was just shimmying and trying to attract some attention. And he, he was he was doing not too badly, but uh, I don't think anyone joined him other than his two friends, but they, to each their yeah, own. Look,
1: he, he went out there with heart and, and gusto. passion and all the things you can, you know, you can, you want from a person when they're out and about and you can't deny the effort. The highlight was him doing the fishing rod and he was uh, trying to
0: get a girl to come over. She did not move. So that was uh, that was a highlight for me watching that one. Because I found that hilarious.
1: Well, because I don't know if anyone actually calls it this. I've just heard it on uh, TikTok. But mm. this place is referred to as the Shark Park.
0: The Shark Park. Okay. TikTok.
1: And for the non melburnians listening, it's a venue which is virtually exclusively, at least, well, not this night, obviously, but it's, ex- it's known to exclusively uh, ha- host... Young private school leavers, especially schools like, you know, Melbourne Grammar and these Absolutely. real upper ones. And have the some, uh, you know, real spoilt little kids go there. Trying to, you know, get some, uh, I guess, bait. <laughs> I, I will say the first
0: thing I did when I walked into Arcadia was I texted my two cousins. Who were known to frequent this establishment and I said, wouldn't it be fun to hang out with them tonight? <laughs> Didn't get to fulfill that... Uh, but uh, I'm sure they'll they'll be there another time. Just when the old people are lesser in number.
1: It's a bit more of a whale a whale park than a shark <laughs> park. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was still a good little night and brings us Saturday. We, we got we watched the friend of the show play some uh, football. Had a bet. No one won. <laughs> That's life. A bit of time. But uh, shout
0: out to number thirty nine on the Hoppers Crossing team. He's a good friend of the show. Yes. And uh, all three of their teams actually Hoppers Crossing beat uh, what was it, uh, Spotswood to say Spotswood Woodsman. So uh, big shout out to the Hoppers Crossing boys as well. So that was a that was actually really nice. Haven't gone to local footy in a very long time. No, right? no. other than say AFLW, but you know, true local
1: footy, nothing. D- dare we say that the Hoppers Crossing Football Club is the official WRFL club of the Jake and Jordan podcast? I would,
0: ha- I would have to say so. Good friend of the show resides there, so I would have to say so. Number 39, so you'll have to look him up. And he and he had some great stats on the weekend, so shout out to him. But uh, and, the, and we moved into the uh, evening quite nicely from there. We went to a friend of the show's birthday event. A brilliant event, I must say. Had a nice little balcony for us, a little area under a heater. You know, it was perfectly
1: set up for us. Very, very well done, Absolutely. especially considering you know this was the first real winter's day of the year. I think that's fair to say. It, it was, was very freezing cold. going there.
0: I, as you know, I love the cold though, and I was having a great time sitting outside. A lot of the other people only went out there for about probably five minutes of the party. I was out there about the ninety percent of the time. <laughs> great time out there. Had a had a good chat to it. A few friends of the show actually making some comments. Even met an old friend of the show as well.
1: And uh, oh, you know, he, potentially listening again. Absolutely,
0: was... he said he'd catch up on the show. So shout out to him. Good friend of the show, mind you. So you know, an OG, a, an OG of oh. the show from season one. Those, those are the people that we are. We love, we love to
1: hear from. Well, we love, we love to hear from all our fans. And absolutely, and...
0: I would actually say, you know, we've been discussing some of the demographics of the show recently, and we've had some international listeners, and so there are some big listeners in uh, the US. And then what was the other one? There was one in uh, Belgium. We've got a loyal listener in Belgium. And I'm we, we sure. would love to hear from you if you'd send us a DM on Facebook or something. We'd absolutely love to hear from you and, you know, give you a bit of a shout out on the show. But
1: uh, the one thing, the only disappointing thing from uh, last night, no. uh, not last night, Saturday night's turnout was we were, it was a private venue sort of thing. And we're served virtually exclusively by one staff member. Well, Good was, man as well. Yeah, Good and he man. had a couple of support people come in every now and again and help out, but he was clearly the uh, running the show as the mm. the lead man there. But when when he went on break, my god, it fell apart. So this <laughs> this a lady, woman,
0: she she seemed like a very nice woman, but uh, there were there were several events where she uh, had brought drinks in or we'd asked for drinks, and she went on tangents to tell us that she was. Bad at her job Or she was struggling
1: And all these sort of things Yeah she would have Five minute conversations About why she's not Getting drinks Instead of actually Getting drinks You know Five minutes giving excuses When really She's just getting drinks I also didn't think That you know We're the usual clientele there You know looking around It looked a bit fancy for us It was doing.
0: very fancy I would say it's an Over 40s sort of vibe especially some of the uh, older gentlemen there was some younger yeah. women there but definitely older gentlemen uh, mostly
1: so i'm also thinking maybe they're not used to you know the type of bulls we run with jordan <laughs> the quick drinkers us planning these uh, camels the, the camels that we, we hang out with you just slurp it up and hold it in maybe she was like you know going at like usual pace but didn't realize this, this isn't you know your, this isn't your British touring championship This is the F1s mate
0: I, I will say though When we went to bottomless drinks in St Kilda a few weeks ago I know you weren't there But uh, the, it was a similar thing That they just did not keep up with the pace Like we would order drinks As we got our previous round of drinks you I know, think we, it's, we it's, it's clearly It's
1: clear, clearly a bottomless drink uh, tactic Is mm-hmm. the You know the slow service so, because otherwise, you know, you'd, people would just be getting way too much value for money. they oh, got to try and fight their fight somehow. Fight the power, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: uh, after that, was it, was there anything else you wanted to discuss? No, no.
1: Well, you know, it's uh, so Sunday, so I've mm-hmm. moved into a new place. we're oh, yeah. recording from a new area. Very nice as well. Family accountant. Good man, I've heard. Friend of the show. Well, everyone's a friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> well you were hanging out with my sister, which I only just found out about.
0: <laughs> oh, and I was hanging out. You know, we had a few beers. Friend of the show, of course. Yeah, I'm. All, I'm always looking for new listeners. Got to meet people in the world. So, but yeah. So, but now you're all nice, settled. Yeah, in.
1: nice little shindig. But one thing I did notice, Jordan, mm. and I'll show you this after the afterwards, And I'll take a video of your reaction, live okay. reaction. The flush on the toilets here, because you know we're the type of men who spend a fair bit of time <laughs> in toilets. As we, and just to be a background on this, when we,
0: uh, when I walked into the house, I uh, made a comment about this to Jake. So this is a bit of a callback.
1: First thing you did was scope out toilet locations.
0: <laughs> Three toilets for a two-bedroom house is uh, quite impressive. So yeah, it was, uh, it was brought up in conversation,
1: obviously. Anyway, so you press, so you press the flush button on the mm-hmm. toilet. And the water comes out from the usual locations you'd expect on a on an Australian toilet, Mm -hmm. but it comes out in four streams.
0: Okay, okay.
1: And the first thing it reminded me of was, uh, you know, Wolverine in Mm -hmm. X Men when he like his uh, claws come out. Mm. It looks exactly like that. (laughs) I don't know if it's just my imagination or if it's just like this is like a slight X Men homage. (laughs) We'll have to check, but I think it's a. it's, it's a Maybe it's an X-Men collaboration toilet. <laughs> I've also already almost accidentally flashed the uh, neighbours, which I didn't realise at the time.
0: What do you mean by flash the neighbours? Like uh, undressing with the windows open or what are you doing?
1: Well, I'd, I'd, I've got these kind of shuttery blinds. As you can... Or I, you can, can, I see can see, the see left, just on the like, left here. I don't know if you've got a better description for them, but they're like fairly thick blinds wooden blinds
0: you know that uh you know have a lining on the outside and
1: well yeah well in the bedroom one uh in the bedroom where i'm sleeping in there's there's uh the blinds i thought i shut them in the morning uh so last night when i went to bed and i woke up you know it's dark the light wasn't coming through Mm -hmm. the top which was good so rolled out a bed and uh you know I, don't, I, don't, I like to keep it free when I'm I'm sleeping. I'm not I can't, I can't don't like having too much material around so I'm Man the earth. Na- yeah <laughs> how god intended well Jordan, it turns out the blinds are actually in two parts it's it's and I'd only shut the top one so okay. from from about uh, what do you call it uh, belly button down I was uh, I was naked yeah, and I didn't realize it and looking over the street once I realised that, I quickly closed those blinds and opened the top ones to see, <laughs> just in case there was someone getting into their car. Now I don't know if they saw or not, but I might have already flashed the neighbours. They're so off to a good start here. Okay, well, as long as the police aren't called,
0: let's uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's keep it uh let's keep it all PG thirty. <laughs> well, that's all right. Now, one one thing I actually just wanted to go back on was uh, last Saturday at this uh, Easter party. I bought my fishing glasses and uh, a good friend of the show was there and asked if he could uh, borrow them for a period of time and uh, so what happened was he, he had them on on his chest you know and they were on a cord and uh, virtually yeah, the, safety goggles uh, absolutely uh, I, yeah. I think that's a fair description of them but so I went to ask ask them to you know get them back at one stage and uh, you know I put my hand down and I was pulling them up as I'd asked and uh, He said, no, can you leave them? And I said, why why do you want to keep them? And he said, they make me feel powerful. Now, I can't say I get the same feeling from these glasses, but I want to ask you, Jake, do you have maybe some items of clothing or some accessories that make you feel powerful in life?
1: Oh. Oh. I like to look good, Jordan.
0: Absolutely, I know this. This is why and I I'll this look. Was a good question I'll quickly for
1: say uh, these are virtually safety tinted safety goggles. We're talking about like the type of five dollars ones, like you get at any, uh, you know, two dollars ones that they give out for free to every workshop in Australia. But these are powerful. So, and yeah. I was, uh, and I going to say, I'd never critique someone calling them powerful because these are safety goggles, <laughs> and we're a pro safety podcast. You know, we don't. We're, we're uh, you know, we're, we're an anti WHS in. in incident podcast so mm. i'm happy to, for them to be powerful um items that make you feel powerful like what I think. watches ties even suits i think like you can mm. feel pretty good in a suit mm. you get that nice little swoosh when you walk it's a powerful sort of thing um i wear a cowboy hat every now and again <laughs> i don't <laughs> feel powerful i just like it you like that one but well, I don't know if it feels powerful, but it's definitely a, it's, it's a unique accessory. It's a little bit of a vibe sort of thing. Mm. But I'll tell you one thing that I found slightly off topic. I was going to bring mm. up an, on a previous episode. Mm. Was it's something I've been doing uh, that I think it's a good aesthetic. that, that I, it's, I'm happy with the aesthetic and I think I get mm-hmm. good looks for it. And it's a w- real niche one. What's I don't know if it's powerful. Mm-hmm. So when I'm at work, I'm, you, I'll wear a suit. i go wear mm-hmm. a suit. And on breaks, so you know, I like to leave the office. Mm-hmm. Don't wanna be with all these other people. And I'll often have some fruit. And I've noticed that when I'm eating the fruit whilst walking, mm-hmm. I'm looking pretty good, Jordan. <laughs> I think it's a niche aesthetic, it's, and yeah. it's gonna be like you know some kind of. It's gonna be like an apple or a pear. Yeah. These fruits where you can kind of really grasp, like you're, you're like you're a titan holding the world. Or something. What
0: are you like a? You're a baseball pitcher. You, you're gripping the ball, ready
1: to throw it. That sort of thing. It's just like, yeah, it's just like the way it sits in your hand. I think it's a good aesthetic. I think people have been appreciating the aesthetic of... Because if you're walking around and eating, mm. it's you, you look like you're on the way to do something important, especially if it's a healthy snack, you know. You never look like you're on the way to doing something important if you're eating a Big Mac. <laughs> it would be concerning to see a businessman just walking around eating a Big Mac on the, uh, well,
0: I don't know, the pier or something. So Yeah,
1: yeah. like the lawyer's not going to go before, you know... The Supreme Courts of America. Get a Zinger burger or two. And have a, and have a Zinger stacker <laughs> before. But So I guess, I don't know if that's an, a powerful uh, item, mm-hmm. an accessory, is the fruit. But I, I think it's only while you're in a suit and walking around. Uh, all three elements, that must be in play for it to be a pulled off thing. So now
0: tell me, is this a psycho move? To walk around in a suit with an apple?
1: feeling powerful well I, I, <laughs> well here's the thing though i'm not it's not it's a, it's only it's a it's like a once in a blue moon a stick okay. one, once in a blue moon aesthetic.
0: Well, it's every day it's, isn't it because yeah you're, but you're, i don't <laughs> just carry I, I eat
1: the apple the apple <laughs> serves a greater purpose than just the aesthetics alone it's a the it's app- a it's a point of, it's a sustenance uh, the apple served first.
0: a purpose for adam and eve as well you know it was the uh it was the message of danger
1: Maybe, well, maybe that's part of it. There's like a biblical tie into it, you know. It's playing on some kind of like long lost Christianity in the back of the mind.
0: Or is it just an apple a day keeps the doctor away, and just that that powerful
1: repelling force you've generated from the apple? I I, I wish I could tell you exactly what what it is, but if you're eating a fruit like an apple hmm. or a pear, I think you, I think a peach would be able to pull off the aesthetic. However, you couldn't have any drip incidents, and I don't think I could pull off walking with a suit and a peach, or a, you know, and not have any kind of you know dripping down my juice on my sleeves or. See any
0: any food you eat, and I, I put spaghetti or something like in this category as well. When you're eating something, that's a little bit sloppy. You got to be very careful in a suit because even a drop, that could be a little bit devastating. You know, that's a lot Ooh. of work to clean that. I once was wearing spaghetti, and I got it on my uh, business shirt. <laughs> I can tell you, the time I spent in the bathroom trying to wash out red spaghetti sauce—it, uh, it stopped me having a, a lots of uh, lots of gravy in there. I can tell you
1: that you, you can't win with the. <laughs> it's the best looking shirt. The classic is you know navy suit, white shirt. It's a classic for a reason, but God, it does make it hard with certain foods. But peach, think, a peach
0: stain, oh. that would be... Oh, I reckon that would be devastating, all the oil and everything. You don't need to be dropping that on yourself. Well, I
1: think peach wouldn't be too bad. I think Asian foods are often the ones that scare me the most. Well, that's because it's all the oil. Spe- especially when you've got like a noodle or something. Yeah. You know, you're eating like a bowl of noodle soup and you, you can just see it, you know, when you pick up the noodles. It's like the droplets I just falling wonder, back in.
0: In Japan, it's a sign of respect to like slurp your food. These businessmen, they're going and... What they are sitting there and slurping noodles with their suits on? That's dangerous.
1: Maybe that's why it's like... Maybe that's why it's a sign of respect. It's like, this soup is... This, uh, you know, food is so good that I'm willing to risk thousands of dollars of clothing just so I can have even a greater taste of
0: it. It's it's a real thought. Or
1: do uh, just Asian businessmen own more shirts than the Western businessmen? So, we'd have to
0: ask our friend of the show that are Asian businessmen who wear, you know, suits and shirts. It's, it's a niche demographic of our uh, listener base, so we'll, we'll have to find out something from them.
1: But uh, do me a favor though, Jordan. Mm-hmm. If you don't find an item of power that mm-hmm. you have, maybe try out eating fruit next time you're in the office. Put your suit on, go for a walk. And uh, eat an apple whilst walking around Docklands and okay. see what see what you get. All right, I'll I'll have my
0: little power play around there. But
1: that doesn't sound too bad.
0: Now, Jake, I thought we we've got to hit the beer bracket. You know, we're, we've we've been moving along quite well, and today we've got two very interesting beers. I would say, Mu Export from WA, and 4S Gold from our friends up north in Queensland.
1: It's a good matchup, John, and. It's the last of the set matchups in the uh, in the uh, opening bracket round, and the penultimate one for the whole first bracket round as well. So I'll put another, uh, you know, give the friends of the show another chance to pick the final beer in the bracket. Very There's still one spot up for grabs, and they've got some great votes in. But we'll give it one more go for next week's show. But this is an interesting one: a WA versus Queensland battle. Now I think we'll start with the forex gold.
0: Uh, I've had forex gold before, is why I want to start with it because emu export I've never actually tried before, and I don't think you have either. I've never had it before. It's it's an exciting prospect to have. And what, one thing we should mention is that we could not get emu export bottles. They don't seem to sell them in Victoria, and so we we do have the can for this one. So we we just have to state that because there may be a bit of bias. Because for the you, WA
1: we, listeners, if you can, you know attest to uh the can being clearly inferior to the bottle and not providing a great comparison where i'd be happy to for you to send over a couple bottles but this is the best we could do but we do grade the uh
0: beers based on the look of the bottle and also the taste and all that so we're we are hoping that we can give a very an unbiased just uh based on that fact
1: so we'll see what happens today and I imagine it's it's popular over west, but not popular elsewhere. Whereas 4X, it's like Australia's most popular beer almost now. Absolutely. Yeah, especially up north in Queensland. Now, we've got to talk about aesthetics first. Oh, of course. A great way to start. Short, a proper, uh, a short brown bottle similar to a Carlton draft. Mm-hmm. A classical sort of bottle, I'd say. Maybe slightly shorter than a Carlton Draft. Somewhere between a, as well. a Draft and a VB. The stem of the neck is stubbed down just a tiny bit. It's a no-nonsense sort of shape. It's mm. a, a shape for the common man, which I appreciate. It's no, There's no fuss to it. The label, very yellow.
0: Maybe too yellow. No, I like it. It's It really stands out as a product. And you've got the big red 4Xs on the front. So you've got yellow on red... And white, for the gold, 4X gold, it's very distinct. Eye-popping, I would even say. Mm.
1: Yeah, I'm probably a little bit less uh, a fan of the label than you are. Yeah. But I do... I, it's a common It's the common man sort of label. It's a, it's a label for the everyman.
0: Now, I would also say, like, one of the very interesting parts about this beer is, obviously, the bottle tops. And we just have a classic 4X on the top. We've got some uh, barley leaves. It looks like they're... Um, one of their store, all their factories, on top, but of course underneath, what is there, Jake? There are questions. It's a quiz. A little quiz. So I'll give you mine first, and we can. Okay, uh, okay. And then you can give me yours. In what year was the airline Qantas established? Oh.
1: Now I'll give you a hint. It's twentieth century. It is the twentieth century. I don't think flight was uh, developed enough before that. So you, you've got to you it got it narrowed down a bit. So I've got a hundred year range there. And I'd say pre fifties.
0: I, I will tell you it is that, and it was it was quite a long time ago, so you know it's 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 a it's definitely more than 50s. So we're talking over seventy years old. But I'll take your answer, and I'll give you five more seconds. I'm
1: trying to think if they had a hundred year anniversary. Two. I'm gonna say one. Thirty-seven. ba Nineteen twenty. Twenty. So you're okay. going on one hundred and one years. Did I miss it? Surely it would have been a huge thing of this 100-year anniversary. I
0: think the 100-year anniversary would have been sometime during COVID. So I don't think they were putting on too many parties when uh, most of their staff were on uh, JobKeeper and such.
1: The other interesting thing, I, I don't know if it's just these two, or mm. if, I think it might—it must be the whole lot. It's a Queensland beer, and they're very proud of that fact. Qantas, do you remember what Qantas stands for, Jordan? I uh, um, can't remember. Is Like cool. Qantas and uh, Queensland and Northern Territory Air Service. Not or sure. I'll I'll have to look this up. While you, are uh, I believe it's one. a Queensland original company. Mm. And this, my question, it's a cricket question, but it's about a uh, Queenslander. Okay. One of the great Australian batsmen of all time, considered one of the greatest captains of ever to captain Australia ever, was Alan Border a left or right-handed batsman? Ooh.
0: I believe he was left handed, wasn't he?
1: He was. Well done, Jordan. And
0: Qantas is Queensland and Northern Territory Aerial Services. On it's the Close. Money. On the money, though. So, uh, and then I think we should say that that's a good bottle cap there. That gives you a little bit of entertainment. It looks good. And it gives you something interesting to talk about as well. And I
1: like how it's like they're playing to what they are. It's a, you know, I imagine, I imagine. Imagine, uh, you know, a couple of Queensland blokes on a warm summer's winter's day, because they don't really have a winter up there, sitting out the deck, and it's 26 degrees, and they've just gone through about 12 beers each, and And they've just gone through all these questions and gone, fuck, how good's Queensland? (laughs) And then they just start chanting, Queensland, Queensland.
0: It's the love of the state Well, you know, that is one of the reasons why we did the beer back bracket We wanted to appreciate yeah. some of the states and the beers that they offer And, you know, if, if that's what people love And that's what they do on a, you know, a, a warm winter's morning Or whatever it is To them, I say, enjoy yourself Have a good time Because you got to, when you have a beer You've got to enjoy yourself You've got to relax
1: That's what it's all about, John It's it's poison effectively, so you might as well enjoy it.
0: So I reckon now we'll move on to the emu export, and um, looking at the, the can, as Lovely I said Lovely aesthetic. Um, nice emu. Inside a sun with rays popping out of it. It says emu export. It's got its brewery there and beer for Western Australia. Now, I don't think we've had any other Western Australian beers. We had the little creatures.
1: Little creatures we did too. So we try to get two from every state with the uh, proviso.
0: That nice little crack there that you could hear in the background.
1: You don't get that out of a bottle,
0: which oh. And so one of the reasons we did want to get bottles is we wanted to keep the consistency of our bottles. We thought, as from our previous experience of drinking beer, we can really taste the the difference between like a, a bottle, a can, on tap, all those sort of things.
1: Definitely, def- Like uh, for example, I would usually never go for a Carlton draft bottle. Mm. I'd always go for a can. Not that I usually go for cut and drop very often, but like like the 4X John, they've both gone with the factory on the label, which I like. You know, you got to respect who makes the beer. Well,
0: it's, I think again, it's, appreciate your own. It it you know, as 4X is really promoting Queensland, Emu Export is also promoting Western Australia, and so I think it, it really comes with a bit of dedication to your state to drink these beers. It's a very much a common man of that state sort of beer. Mm.
1: And they're both lighter beers so this is a 4.2 so the emu is a 4.2 so on the lighter end of the the heavy beer spectrum and then you've got the the standard the, this is i'd say it's australia's go-to mid-strength this forex mm. it's three and a half percent for memory yep and it's one easy to count for drunk queenslanders as well they if they need to know how many standard drinks they've had it's just how many bottles they had it's one standard drink is one drink because always with beer maths when we're doing it, it always gets a little bit complicated
0: when you add 1.1, 1.2, whatever it is. If it's a flat fee one every time, easy peasy. You just count your bottles.
1: Because I remember when down at um doing the little creatures tour, they've got a beer there called the Rogers, mm. and it was named after a guy called Roger who wanted a like a a, little, a craft a craft beer that was just one standard drink, so he knew how many he could have after knockoff. Simple man, simple mind. I I, I, I like. It. I, like I kind of. Even though I'm not a big fan of lower strength beers, I kind of like the, uh, the idea of this, you know, just one being one. Now, tasting the 4X, good color. Just, I'd say it just looks like a beer. It's you know, a standard golden color. Very similar colors, I would say. V- very, very nice golden brown
0: sort of colors. Uh, I would say there's nothing too special about it. Now, I've had a drink of both, and I wanted your opinion on this. They taste very similar to me.
1: I've, I've only had the 4X yet. Okay. Pretty plain, found plain. I'd say plain is the first thing I think of when 4X. I
0: think they're both very plain uh, after trying them. There isn't much of a mouth taste, after aftertaste, anything like that. It's just something that goes down quite easily. Something that I would think would go perfect in that funnel for the beer bottle. Obviously, no kerosene. We don't, we don't need more kerosene. No more grumbly mm. tummies. But having that, just a very nice... I would call this a sessionable beer. You can have a lot of them. And there's no offensive taste to it.
1: I think so. I think, yeah, it's hard to get offended. So, like, if someone put that in front of you or you had to give it to someone else, you know, they're not going to get too mad if they ask for a beer. (laughs) Because there's nothing about this that they can deny about that. It Mm. tastes like a textbook definition beer. Absolutely. Because I know, Adam, there's a lot of people who appreciate that stuff. You know, we're a bit more adventurous, but like, people like my granddad, for example. He only like, wants beer that tastes like beer. Well, that's consistency as well. Just knowing what you does I like want to try these like fruity it. kind of things, and I'd say it, the Emu does taste a little bit fuller than mm-hmm. the uh, 4X to mine.
0: But so you know, I've I haven't had too many beers like this. Obviously, I don't drink the the light side of beers, and I, I I will say that both are quite nice, and I'm actually find it very hard to sort of distinguish which one I think is better.
1: Well, oh, see so I've gone from the Forex to the email, and now I'm going back to the Forex. And as we've learned on this, sometimes doing the one, two, one, that can really change your judgment.
0: Now I will say about the Forex, I have a little bit of a bias on Forex. Now I, I've never really bought it in the bottle before, but I used to get it on tap all the time with a good friend of the show at the local in Port Melbourne. And when we used to go then when we were much younger, younger boys, 18, around that time. We'd always get the 4X on tap. So it has a bit of a nostalgia kick for me. The 4 one, one
1: thing we've been clear on this whole process. It's always, you know, we don't just drink with our mouths. That's mm. why we go through what the the beer looks like, what it smells like, what the label looks like, what kind of thing it has underneath the bottle cap, because all these things and nostalgia as well add to your experience with it. Now going back to the 4X after the emu, mm. I could. The 4X tastes more like the EMU now than it did before. Maybe that's what I'm. Maybe that's what I've uh, tasted as
0: well. So it's an interesting thing. But Uh, I think a few more sips uh, wouldn't hurt you because I'm also going. I've just had a few sips of the EMU. I'm going back to the 4X, and you know I haven't made up my mind yet. But it it is nice. But uh, I was thinking, what would you rather though? If if you had to choose only, and this is just a general question, bottles or cans all the time. Is it more convenient with cans, you can crush them down and get rid of them, or is it just you like the bottle aesthetic and you'd rather have bottles all the time
1: for your beer? I used to be an ardent bottle man. Mm-hmm. I feel a bit like a silly saying that, considering, you know, I've only been drinking for, you know, under a decade. I feel like that Tokyo Drift, you know, when they're talking about how they, they don't drive like they're used to anymore, even though they're like 17 years old. But I used to be an ardent bottle man. I always argued it tasted better but over the last couple of years i have become really a can man mm. uh, I'll, all the other features of the can have appreciated I appreciate I appreciate how it stays cooler for longer they stack easier in the fridge you can get more in uh, you can crush them so you can get them more in your bin the look of them And I don't think they, maybe the change, I don't think they taste as tinny as they used to. Do you
0: think as well, because obviously uh, a lot of our drinking that we used to do, especially when we were younger, maybe even below 18, we could say, was always... uh, Allegedly. Allegedly, of course, was always sort of, it was movement based. So we'd have to walk to a lot of places and we always had to carry our drinks. Do you think that's a factor as well? Because... Having a bottle It is a little bit heavier But if you multiply that Over a slab Or Well you know, back then years, I think
1: we were more bottles But then also Back then we'll just We drank whatever We could get our hands yeah.
0: on <laughs> Just like the drifters The 17 yeah. year old drifters
1: <laughs> But the I'll never I'll never get the clink Of a beer in a backpack That's the, the sound That'll go with me To the grave of, The classic uh, Leaving <laughs> uh, When you
0: were 16 Going to a party I'll see you later mom I'll see you later dad <laughs>
1: <laughs> clink 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 clink.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. What about you, John? You more of a bottle man or a can man? Oh,
0: no, I'm I'm on the same thing with you, but, uh, cans as well. Uh, I used to like bottles. I was never really uh, cared about it. I do think now, and maybe this is just like in retrospect, or maybe it's because we struggled to get drinks, and you know, we only really had minimal options a few years ago. But I don't remember there being so many cans available at bottle stores
1: cans have definitely grown and there's stats approved the i don't know if this is just rambling for the pod now but yeah. i like talking about it so we yeah. might keep doing it. i know cooper's brewery that when they put out like their um agm notes mm. they talked about how one of the things that kept them alive during the COVID pandemic was their pivot to cans a couple years ago okay people want are wanting cans it's the fastest growing segment mm. And you know, even today, I, I ordered some beer online, and I ordered Carlton Dry in can format. Okay. And it was cheaper to get the bottle, but you get more in a can, which I love because it creates better... You know beer maths, so I'm not sure Absolutely. which one's better value. So in my mind, it was just which one do I like more, and I went with the can. I will say, Jack, that's a very slack answer there, saying
0: that uh, you didn't do the math on it. You always got to do the beer maths, so you know that. You're one of the originators of this. You you, you can't be pushing off your beer. Oh, out I modest, Of course, they did the beer. Mix.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but so now now back to the beers. I think we've had a few sips. We've had about half the beer each now because I think we're both sort of struggling with this. If I can say that for you as well. This
1: is probably the hardest one we've had to do for the whole challenge.
0: So uh, I think I think we're gonna have to we're gonna have to give the people an answer on this one. And I'll, I think this will be an interesting one. And I'd like to reiterate because I feel like this might be the first time this could happen. If there is a split decision, you like one, I like the other, it goes to the Friends of the Show for the final decision.
1: Follow the Instagram account and you'll have a chance to vote. I don't know if you can do that on the Facebook stories, but if you can... We'll We'll do it on the Instagram stories.
0: We'll keep it in one place at the moment, but if there's an overall... uh, There's a call for it it from uh, the Friends of the Show. We can always uh, do it on multi-platform. But so... Jake, which beer would you like to call out as the winner for this week?
1: I'm not ready, John. Can you go first? Absolutely, I can.
0: Now, I'm going to take one more sip of Emu Export before I do this.
1: Uh, I think I've made up my mind. For you, go first. I think
0: this is a very close race. This is a 1A and 1B sort of situation for me right now. I'm going to call it for 4X Gold. I think they've won. I think there's a big push from the nostalgia effect, like I was talking about before, though. The Emu Export, a potential entry into the regular beers, I would say. I actually quite enjoy it. But I think, again, the nostalgia that 4X brings me, I'm going to have to lock it in. I
1: was going to 4X as well. And I think, for me, it wasn't nostalgia that's moved it. But just (laughs) drink. We've drunk these pretty fast, actually, John. We're probably going to get a little bit tipsy. But it's only one episode of recording today. Um, But going in the fast motion, we've drunk, yeah, virtually at least a beer. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: I found that the Forex was going down a lot easier the more we'd had. So I think the Forex had a slight more seshability than the Emu. And I think just that slight seshability Mm -hmm. is put my vote to 4x that's
0: that's a good win by 4x then it's it's interesting though i i honestly did think you're gonna vote for emu export i thought i was gonna vote for emu export i was well. at the start
1: if you did off the first sip alone i reckon being slight for emu export well that's why i took my last sip of emu
0: export i just wanted to have that one last moment i always feel that in the moment i know what i want to do you yeah. know you have that little like when you're coming up it's like when you're ordering your meal I always sit there and I think, I could get so many of these different things. And when the waiter or waitress looks at me and says, you know, what do you want? I know in that moment, I'm like, bang, it's this. So I think it was, you know, under pressure,
1: you make diamonds. Well, I think for me, the thing that made it more interesting at the start of the EMU export, just slightly, which mm-hmm. would have probably given it the vote, probably was the detriment in the end. So on that way, congratulations, Forex. Yeah, You've done your Queensland state proud. So now, my favourite time of the
0: week, it's safe bet of the week. Now, last week, we had Portugal, and we
1: it was a $1 win. A tidy little $1 profit for so, the end-of-season coffers.
0: I did tell you safe, and I've given you safe. Now, I've got another safe bet for you. Port Adelaide over Carlton, $1.62, head-to-head. Where's now,
1: that being played, you know, John? Uh, I, I can look that up, but it's a... Oh, who's listed first on the... <laughs> uh, Carlton. Okay, oh yeah, it's yeah, Carlton home game, it's Saturday night MCG, yep. So we've got a $5 stake on this, you know, we're going to go some low money,
0: you know, I, I, I try to keep people safe, and so, you know, I'm just looking at my margins at the moment, I'm just thinking $5 for this one, but there could be some big ones coming soon. You know, we, we've got a few weeks, and uh, I know one thing you did say, you wanted to keep a ledger of our uh, transactions, now did you want to restart it at season 3? Because season 3 is uh, soon approaching us. So, uh, the question is, should it reset, or should we just continue overall bets?
1: I think we should keep a, a season tally, but keep an overall tally as well. You know, like, if this is like a fund, it's over the lifetime of the fund, we've got to... We can, we can show to the... Our, in our prospectus, over the lifetime of the uh, safe bet of the week... You've made X amount.
0: Absolutely. Okay, well we'll I'll have to release that so we can get a bit of a ledger looking
1: on that one just to
0: get, get By by it.
1: season ten I want like a full prospectus, you know, Jordan. <laughs> we could send it off to ASIC to get to get a rubber stamped.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, Jake, I think we will end the show then. And so I, I think just for the friends of the show, because we have drunk these beers very fast, we will give one more tops and bottoms to the friends of the show. And we thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.